Hello and welcome to the Tapeworms hey. podcast. My name is Tony Tapeworm. We're here with my co-host Caesar. Hello, how you doing? And we're here with Willie through Skype today. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Everyone uh, seems to love you, and we love you too. So we decided oh, to have you on as a uh, as a proper guest. Oh through- yes, thank you very much. I'm very delighted, excited, ignited. Awesome. Is, is this admiration for Miss T part two? <laughs> Did you think I love that song, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's crazy times. I mean, let's let's get the elephant out of the room first. Um, yes. Dude. Coronavirus is uh, alive and well, and it's causing a mass hysteria. I mean, you've probably seen the news, and we, we don't want to talk about it too much because it just seems like it's inundating everything, and we of sort course. of want to get a little bit away from that and, 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 and lighten up a little bit. But uh, just briefly, let's, uh, let's hear what we all experienced. I mean... <gasps> For I mean, one, firstly, I, think we, I think we could all talk about just like the roads are, are empty and and our commutes are, are are cut in half at least. Yes. Right? I just walked out of TJ Maxx and there's a little bit of people. Even in this complex in this area, the restaurants are empty. No one wants to eat out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Emptiness. It's weird. Yeah. I also went to UCLA. Um, I'm actually intending to go there for my t- master's. <laughs> oh, way, so there you go. That's yeah. great. So you you got accepted, or what was that? Yep, I got accepted, and hey. I'm really excited. How about that? So, Congratulations. Yeah. However, when I got there, I I mean, I I met some of my graduate student friends who are currently there, and they were kind of sad because unfortunately they're only gonna have classes online and they probably most likely won't return until next until september basically because after this next quarter they leave and on summer they're done how does it affect like the whole master of education thing because don't you have to have like practical hands-on experience as a part of the process exactly that's why a lot of people are confused my friend but hey we'll see after these two weeks hopefully after the because lausd shut down right now for two you currently weeks. work in the LAUSD system, right? Yeah, exactly. So what are you doing? Just hanging out at TJ Maxx? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now I came out with my friends. We're going to go watch Bloodshot right now. Isn't that right, y'all? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, see? So we're going to go watch. He doesn't know us. He just told them his lie to you. So we're gonna we're gonna watch Bloodshot and it's gonna be great. And um, anyways, uh, so yeah. Wait, wait, Willie, who else do we have here here on the Tape Rooms podcast? Oh, okay, let me invite him in. All right, hold on. Okay, guys, you're on the Tape Rooms podcast. Nice. What's up, Tapeworms? <laughs> Hi, Willie. Can you introduce uh, these fabulous guests? Yes, this is Baby Mama Pow Pow or Paola. And this is uh, Israel Ramos. Israel Ramos, yeah. We both work at the same school. It's kind of cool. And we decided, the heck with all that coronavirus. Let's go watch Bloodshot tonight. What's or something. Podcast about? <laughs> nice. It's music and stuff. It's music. Yeah, tech with coronavirus. I actually have a, a, a really important, engaging question uh, for all of us that, that could really, uh, really affect the outcome of the universe. Um, so are you guys ready? Yeah. Go yeah, for go it, for sure. it. All right, here we go. So would you go to the bathroom for 24 hours straight, one day a year, if it meant you never had to go to the bathroom the other 364 days of the year? So you're responsible for figuring out how to manage it, and it doesn't cause you any health issues, but you have to be straight up in the bathroom, 24 hours straight, just doing your thing, yes or no? So, trying to negotiate to go to the Interesting. So if you had the if you had the opportunity to just one day of the year, you get to choose the day. Would you do it, or would you just go how you do normally? You know, however long it, you normally spend. I don't know if going to the restaurant is that much of a burden for <laughs> me, though. <laughs> just go wherever. Like, if that's a whole day of being in the restroom, that doesn't sound 
pleasant at all. And it's not like just going every once in a while during the day is unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pleasurable in some cases. But think this. If you say, know, maybe if we could invite a friend or friends. Let's say, Ruby, you go, he's going to. If you said yes to this question and you really had the urge to go, you would have been like, oh, good thing it's not this day. I don't have to go. Like, there's no urge to go. I mean, that's right. When we're at work, it oh, can't yeah. be. That. So if you're like, oh, I need to use a restroom, like, no. <laughs> yeah. Think of that. I mean, yeah, or you could choose for the kids to poop all day one day. So, oh, but, no, the kids for sure. Oh, hell no. For sure. Oh, no, for sure. Just go all day, for one sure, day. yes. Yeah, just one day and then don't poop the rest of the... <laughs> the rest <laughs> of the oh, story. Yeah. <laughs> I need to use the restroom. I need to use the restroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's annoying. It does get annoying. Yeah, it does. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? What do you think, baby mama, papa? I would not go to the bathroom. Um, I would not stay a day. You wouldn't do. You wouldn't do twenty four hours. I would not. I mean, I would be bored. Would I have my phone? Will I be able to watch some videos oh, and have some fun oh, in the bathroom? Would yes, you totally can. I mean, it's all. It's all you can. You can manage it. You can uh, choose yeah, the day. Food. So yeah. I could. I at least have something to poop out. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's up to you. But but the key is you have to stay locked in the bathroom for 24 hours straight. I, I would do it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like you know I could invite some people and then we could just turn off the lights and have like, a you- in there. And <laughs> dude, like I could turn the whole place into something magical. So. That's just my, me, myself, and I. Yeah. And then, of course. You know, friends pooping together. It's so magical. I mean, we could take turns or something. Oh, like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel like a circle of toilets and, and like I a. Mean, yeah, you didn't mention how big the restroom was. So I'm imagining like one of these restaurant restrooms that have a bunch of stalls, you know, a lot of space. <laughs> it works. A bunch of, yeah. You, mirrors. You know, there's, there's someone doing crack in so, one of them. So what, what would that day like the whole 24 hours straight from midnight to midnight? Like, how, how would you plan that, Willie? Oh, my gosh. Wow. We're getting huh. I, I, there's too many variables here that we do not know about. But basically, <laughs> I would tell my friends, yo, bring some fun stuff. We have this <laughs> restroom tour. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we have tragos of your Mexican. Lady. Hell yeah. The crack, like you mentioned, who knows? And <laughs> but the thing is, you can't get up. Like if you get up, it's all gonna spill out on the floor. Well, you never mentioned this before. You I mean, it's literally if you're just pooping and oh, literally. You can't flush. You I can mean, you can flush. flush while, out. You, you can flush while you're mid midstream. Abe, but you're changing this. You gave the specifications of like you have a room. It's not being four hours. It's it's the act of what, like the actual act. Yeah, of, we're not just locking um, you in the restroom. Yeah. you're getting you're getting stuck on one small thing. Poop, man. A bathroom, like imagine a restroom at a Denny's or something. It's very big, or like a big Denny's or something like that. You know, you have a lot of stalls, a lot of individual rooms for people. They want a nap or something after we party and things what? like that. Yeah, man. Just nap and poop at the same time. But no, this is this is no napping. I mean, you can nap, but it'd still be coming out of you. Oh, so the poop is ever coming out for that whole twenty-four hours? It's twenty-four hours straight. It it doesn't cause you any health issues. And I'm assuming. Oh, okay. I I thought you were just in the restroom for twenty-four hours. Okay, got it. Oh, okay, that would be horrible. All right. Cool. So you change your mind? I mean, no, I would still do it because then I would evacuate everything. But, but I got it. I understand. Anyways, um, I would do it. Yeah, this is so interesting. I don't know. I I, I love how we're we're changing the coronavirus into this. Um, I also love all the memes like quarantine and chill and things like that. <laughs> it's just sort of a, a, a kind of an option to that. I mean, it is self quarantining. Oh yeah, you're right. But yeah, I mean, and. What what day would you do it, Willie? Like um, you know, like a, a Sunday when it's a rest day. See, I I don't I don't know if I'd do it. I, I 
Because then it'd be every day for the rest of your life. I mean, I, maybe I didn't really clarify this, but it'd be every day for the rest of your life, and it'd be every day, <laughs> same day every year. It it uh so it wouldn't always be a Sunday, you know. It's not like Thanksgiving, like the third Sunday uh, of the year. So it, it you know it, it'd be a Sunday one year, but what if it falls on like? All right then. Well, Christmas because Christmas takes forever. But then you, but then you miss out on all the festivities. Like some childhood trauma. Right? <laughs> I'm good with that. Yeah. Oh, 950. Oh, 950. Okay. Oh, we're good. Thought, we're still good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, so that was <laughs> that was an interesting question. Who, who else are you meeting? Who else are you meeting for the movie? <laughs> for the movie, it's just it's just us three right now. I was with my oh. homegirls just now at UCLA, and we were studying. It was really nice. Um, but now you know we're back here. You know, this is actually a perfect segue into our segment. Uh, the Taperms Movie Club. The Taperms uh, Movie Club. Yeah, we're big movie goers here. We we uh, we're cinephiles, as one would say. And, uh, <laughs> and and we, I, I what movie are you guys watching? Oh yes. We're um, gonna watch Bloodshot. Bloodshot. What's that? that? Uh, one of the Rambo's latest films. <laughs> <laughs> With Vin Diesel. Oh, okay. Uh, Basically, action. Yes. A comic we were, book. Oh, it's we the one where uh, he, he is born to kill someone? Um, you know what? I We didn't look into it. Our original plan was to watch Invisible Man, but it was sold out due to the coronavirus only letting us uh, 50% people in in the theater. Dang. So, in an abundance um, of caution? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um, Bloodshot was the next option. <laughs> so do you have to like sit like skip seats you can't sit next to each oh. other i just really oh, oh my god, god. No, no. Aren't you, able to seats? you can't anymore they yeah they, 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 the they can't let you choose the seats they the rules. so no! maybe oh my gosh that'd be weird <laughs> one of us in the front one of us in the middle one of us in the back <laughs> No, no, no. That'll be horrible. That'll be hilarious. That'll be horrible. That's the popcorn. <laughs> That's the popcorn. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how we're going to share our popcorn, guys. What's the, what uh, What movies have you guys seen lately? Um, What's the last movie? Yeah. You know what? In a movie theater or? In general. Okay. In general, I watched. Um, oh man, what was that movie? Miss Austin told me. Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we were I watching the one. The second one was pretty good. Yeah. Should I, I check out the third one? Finally, the, some the real third film. one is the best. Yeah, it's about oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's a trilogy. And they go, it's like vampires. It's for kids, but adults will enjoy it because it's made by Adam Sandler and they basically have a bunch of oh. adult jokes. And definitely watch that one. Fun for the whole family. Heck yeah. And they go on a vacation. So let's pretend we're going on vacation. That's what we told the kids today. You know, we're going to go on a vacation for two weeks. Let's watch Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> so you guys all watched it? Yeah, it was great. I, I, did, I didn't watch it. I, I'm not interested. I oh wasn't interested. Gosh. All right, whatever. So what was the last movie you watched? I, you know, what I'm trying to remember was on Netflix. Um, ah, I just can't remember. I watched a series, though, a documentary in Netflix. It's called Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh, I love that. With cats? Interesting, yeah. huh? Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, you saw it's it? Yeah. It's a, like a three-part documentary series or two or three-part. And it's... Yes. It's, about cats? It's, it's about a guy who, like, posts a video on YouTube and he just kills a cat. Mm. Or it's not on YouTube. It's online, like, Live Leak or something. And this it's, whole, no, it's on YouTube. Oh, it's on YouTube. Oh, oh yeah, it, it, uh, oh, it hasn't gotten banned. Well, he like does it off screen or something, oh. so like, you can't really see it. But anyway, it's this whole Facebook group uh, takes like a up goes up in arms and and tries to track him down. And it's this whole story of this guy who clearly has some some messed up personalities. And and let's just say he doesn't stop with cats. Warm. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy that kills puppies too. He, he, uh, you know what? He did kill a puppy, I think. Yeah. It was a puppy uh, and then a, a human being. Ooh. Oh, yeah. right. well, not to, not to spoil, not to spoil everything, but 
yeah, it gets pretty intense about he there's there's uh, security footage, there's there's yeah. photos of him online, there's it's a pretty crazy story. It's interesting. Uh, it's totally real and uh Yeah. I might watch it tonight. Yeah, there's some cool. Uh, I watched a couple other documentaries. Uh, there's this uh, little little peep documentary. You got you guys know little peep, the artist. No. He's no. Okay. <laughs> Me neither. The Aaron Hernandez documentary or the game. Was, yeah. <laughs> That one is really good. We we actually talked we talked about it extensively on the, the podcast here. Chuti, who are you? Bro, there's so many movies out there. Wow. Right. I, I know I, re- I know I recently rewatched uh, the best comic book movie of all time, um, The Dark Knight. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great oh, one. Ledger? Yeah, R.I.P. What do you think? Uh, comparing Joker to to Dark Knight. Have you seen Joker? I've seen Joker. So you know, that might be the last movie I want to go see in the movie theater. Yeah. I think it was Joker. Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think of that one? I I think it was a great movie. But personally, I I don't like that version of Joker. Huh. So your dark is Dark Knight your your Joker? Yeah, I think that's a better representation of who Joker really is. Because I think with the Joker movie, like they make Joker sympathetic. Oh, interesting. You know, like yeah, and and I think you also take away the mis- the mystery behind the Joker by giving him an origin story. Oh, mm. yeah. And in a lot of ways, like there was like a, he almost had like a political agenda. In yeah, a way. I know, right? Like, you could maybe argue that he wasn't even a villain; he was more of an anti-hero. Right. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, yeah. I don't wow, think, this is a good analysis. Wow. I don't think uh, from the get-go he he is the villain. He's totally the anti-hero, and yeah, yeah there. I will say though, Joker definitely uh, it definitely pushed the envelope. I think in terms yeah. of of what a rated R superhero movie could do. I mean, there was Deadpool before, but but to take it to a, a whole nother level like that, I think was pretty pretty brave. And and yeah. obviously with Joaquin Phoenix winning the Oscar for, I mean, that was, his performance was uh, still, I think, pretty pretty uh, groundbreaking. I, I, I don't know if I want to say groundbreaking, but like pretty, uh, I liked his dance moves. <laughs> Spot on. No, I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, it was definitely a well-made film. Yeah. Like, like there's no agree. debate about that. Like, it was, it was a well-made movie. It was, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was what the first rated R movie to break a million. Oh. Something like, or a billion. A, a billion. I'm just a million. Yeah, yeah. something like that. A billion. A billion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, wrapping up here. Is there a Anything else you guys like to say here on the Table Rooms podcast? Anything you want to get off your chest? Oh. Oh. Yo, you don't even know all the drama we have, but... No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> all the classroom drama, right? All these TAs and what they do. Oh, my God. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like... Um. Miss T's acted up. Yeah. The TAs are worse than the kids. <laughs> you got to discipline them? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, what do you want to get off your chest? <laughs> you know what? My chest is clear. I'm good. <laughs> That's good. What are you? I already said what I had to say. The teens okay. are worse than the kids. Um, oh, damn. Damn. All right. Speaking from a teacher's perspective. Wow. Oh. Let me see. What did I want to tell you guys? I, I don't know. I just want to say that I miss you guys. I haven't seen you in a little bit. If, um, if you want to hang out, we're going to be at Arts District Brewery tonight. Oh, nice. Tonight. Oh, interesting. They'll be well, watching the movie. Right? Yeah, we will. But, I mean, send me pictures. I, I love <laughs> getting tagged in pictures that I'm not part of. It's it's fun. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, pretend I was there. We'll do it. I was there in spirit, you know. On Snapchat, draw like a stick figure and then name it Will. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually going to post one, tag you, and then block you. Oh, <laughs> nice. So that when you click to go see it, you're not going to see it. Oh, don't do that. But you're tagged. 
Oh yeah, he's a tag though. You're right. That's funny. Um, but yeah, that's but, yeah. it. So I, I really miss you guys. Be safe. Um, yeah, I have a safe house if you guys want to come over. So <laughs> let me know it, in case it turns into like Left for Dead or something like that. They're yeah. Not even, um, closing down our district, like any of those. Places. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. We'll see. Hopefully not while we're there. <laughs> <laughs> we're so funny. All right. All right. Willie and friends, thank you so much uh, for your time. Enjoy your your movie. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, bye bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. bye. Thanks. Bye. Wow. What a nice little conversation with Willie and Baby Mama Pow Pow and and is and Israel yeah, Ramos. Yeah. That's that's pretty nice. Um, but to continue if the ever, if you've ever wondered who the Academy is. And who's giving out all these awards? You yeah. just you just had a conversation with the Academy. <laughs> yeah, for Baby Mama Pow Pow, <laughs> Williams Martinez, and Israel Ramos. Yeah. Um I watched a really cool movie though last weekend. Um it was called Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Oh yeah, you did. And um I mean, I'm a fan of, of you know, the French films, you know, that artsy type type of movie. But this movie absolutely floored me. Uh, it was, it starts, was that good. It starts off slow. I, I I will say, you know, with especially with the subtitles, you know, it could, it takes a little while to get everything in place, all the the character development ready, and then about I want to say half an hour in, there's a one scene particular. The lesbian sex scene. That's later. That's later. <laughs> That was the part that floored you? No, no, it it it's it wasn't the sex scene. It was it was the just the first interaction of her of the painter showing the the woman the painting and their their her reaction to the painting and that sort of thing and how uh just that that dynamic starts and then just you know the ebb and flow there and and uh you know if if you're a fan of uh art art films or you know the the art house sort of thing and don't mind the subtitles and i i thoroughly enjoyed this movie and i'd oops i'd give it a five bags of popcorn out of five because it was it was that good i liked it a lot it it i wanted to say it was like almost like a like a kind of like a call me by your name sort of thing uh and I then, saw the Korean yeah. version of this movie. Of what? The it's called the 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 Mistress Maiden or something like that. The Handmistress Maiden. Handmaiden's Tale, Hand not Handmaid's Tale, Mistress, but, but I don't yeah, know yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's uh, that's the Korean version of it. Culture of Lady on Fire. Uh, now that you're saying it, sort of is, yeah. Um, but there's also the thing about this movie though is like there's barely any men in the film until like way. Later on, there's like it's just so all it's women. more dialogue just between the two of them. Yeah, dialogue. Yeah, basically, there's like no men really, even though the the woman is like set to marry. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, handmaiden, right? The and handmaiden, it's a Korean. Yeah. Well, it's Korean, but Japanese sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, Korean Japanese. Like there, cool. That was a a really good movie. I uh, I like that one. It's a similar thing with like class, and there's also the guy the. It's been like uh, maybe about a year since I've seen that plus a year or two. Yeah, so like a month ago. That one's yeah. It's uh, interesting t- takes on on different uh, love stories, like especially some s- stories, love stories that they're not just like rom coms or like stories about oh I I love you but it's just not the right time or mm. it's just not the I with the cold the outside forces are making it impossible for me to love you i mean i feel like that's just such a universal story i mean i feel like everyone has a thing of like not for one reason or another not being able to you know i don't want to say be their truest self but really become or or not uh, Help me out here, Caesar. Like you know, what I'm saying, just just love someone you really want to love, and or just something, or just or just for outside forces, and I don't know. But that was a good movie, and I I'm I, I liked it a lot, and I I don't know if how long it's gonna be out in theaters. 
But yeah, that's check it out. Check it out. Another movie I, I mentioned in the in the podcast or in the interview with Willie. Uh, Everybody's everything. Little Peep documentary. He he's I've dead, the right? Story. Yeah. Oh, accidentally OD'd in twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen, and just seeing you know being a, a musicians ourselves, just seeing his meteoric rising success and just being you know from SoundCloud rapper in high school to going on tour to just being on the billboard 200, you know, just seeing that whole thing. And, and then of course the, you know, all the stardom that comes with it and, you know, the face tattoos and the drugs and the, the you know, drugs, sex, rock and roll, the whole thing. And, and just how he, it was just hard for him to cope with it. And, and it just seemed like he didn't want his crew. He didn't want to bring his crew down. Like, he didn't want to let anyone down. And, and if like all his friends, while he was making money, he was just saying like, you know, I'll go into, you know, I'll help you out if you need money. I got you. Like he was just a really cool guy. Um, yeah, that's, that's a couple movies I watched. Um, uh, haven't been watching week. a lot of movies lately. What have you been, uh, how have you been, uh, spending your time with visual media. I've been um, sleeping a lot. That's visual. Have you been having dreams. any dreams? I've been having a lot of dreams. Dude, let's get into that because go ahead. Any, My dreams any lately have dreams? been very boring. It's it's literally just been like me at work doing stuff. Okay, so I had a dream literally last night. And uh, it's funny enough, it was kind of similar to real life. But um, we were in Mexico, not Mexico City, a different, like, more desert-type uh, part of Mexico. Um, maybe it was, like, the Sonoran part or someplace. And we were there, maybe with your family. I don't really remember. But I'm, two things I remember specifically. One, I remember when we went to Mexico in December, you didn't bring a suitcase, right? You just brought a, a, a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this time, too. You didn't bring a backpack, but I didn't bring, or you didn't bring a suitcase. You just brought a backpack, but I was like looking for, I forgot my suitcase and I just had a backpack and I was talking to you, he's like, yeah, we just both brought backpacks. Like, what the heck? Like, what, what what's up with this? Um, I just remembered that, like, man, I am very, uh, very bare bones on this Mexico trip. I remember that. And another thing was, it was probably due there's the coronavirus news it's just someone was there was really sick and and maybe it was just the the bathroom stuff too but someone was just in the bathroom just like just really sick um and that was m- another part i actually had a dream last night about work but it was that like the city of santa monica like shut down entrance to like the city of santa monica and so like we weren't allowed to go to work and then it was just like it was more like of a Rather than like a scary pandemic outbreak type dream, it was more like frustrating. It's like, God damn it. Like we have stuff at work. Like what mm. if some of the machines break? What if it was, it was more stressful than like scared for my life type outbreak. So are you still able to, to go in or what's that? Yeah. Deal? Everything's chilling right now. The one thing I think I've been worried about, I don't know how true these rumors are, but there's like rumors that because like um, laboratory space is at a premium in California or just in the whole United States. Hmm. Um, that since, you know, there's not as many testing spaces for the coronavirus that there's plans for like the government to commandeer laboratory spaces to use to like run tests and stuff because it's, it's already a laboratory space. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how true it is. It's probably not true at all, but that's just something I've heard. Um, but I guess it would make sense that they'd want to do that. Like if there was a sudden outbreak in Santa Monica, they'd probably want to send some scientists to our laboratory or something to just, just kind of set up workshop. Like they can commandeer like that. I think they can. Man. And I feel like it'd be a PR uh, disaster, know, but, you're, but you're a private company. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like it's, it's still within the state's rights. If yeah. they like declare a state of emergency and they're like, this is something that has to be done. And I feel like potentially it could also be a PR issue for the company. It's like, people are like, why aren't you letting them use your laboratory? People are dying. And then someone's just like, it could be a PR issue. I think for the company too. Right. Yeah. You sort of just, and just got to let it, let it slide. And I mean, yeah, it's it probably won't better. happen it's though. for the better. I mean, 
Yeah. Probably won't have to shut down anything, but have, I don't know. You just got to be been, ready. Have anyone been, has anyone been working from home? Yeah, we, um, just the non, non-essential, non, non-laboratory personnel. If you don't have to do anything in there, you don't have to come in really. There you go. But yeah, it's weird times. Without further ado, we're saving lives. We are. We're saving lives. Without further ado, here is our conversation with Harmon, chief legal analyst of the Taperman's podcast. Welcome, welcome, Harmon Deal, our staff legal advisor, prospective lawyer here on the podcast. Welcome. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Good, good. We're chilling. We're still alive. It's everything seems to be about the coronavirus today. It's this mass hysteria. You know, we feel it down here of, you know, schools are shutting down and you're in law school. And I know that there are sort of a, uh, you know, classes are being moved to online. Oh, yeah. few things with that. Um, well, to begin, the law school is fully online till at least spring break. So for the full month of March, we're going with it. We're not meeting in the in the classroom. So how has that like affected your your classroom? I know I know a lot of law school stuff has to do with like in person, you know, and, and it's a huge impact stuff like that. Yeah, it's a huge impact because you can't really raise your hand, ask questions. Like it slows down the whole pace of the class, and even office hours, you can't go meet with your professor in person, and you just feel like if you miss something, like you're not going to be able to like re like you're going to miss it. Like the professor's not going to slow down for you. Like where they would, where they normally would in a classroom because you could raise your hand and be like, Oh, I didn't get that. Can you just go over that again real quick? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like that as much in, in law school. It's sort of fast pace. And, and now it's even more fast paced because the classes are online. So they're just ramming shit down your throat and you just gotta, you just gotta swallow it. So have you been sort of uh, self quarantining? <laughs> Uh, I, well, today I've pretty much just been watching, uh, the lectures online. And then I went, I went to the gym with my girlfriend, the best girlfriend in the world, Cynthia Singh. I went went to the gym with her. Yeah, huge shout out to her. I went to the gym with her and then that was about it. Those are the only two things I've done today. Nice. Um, so I know the coronavirus stuff. If has anyone's been... going to get me sick, I'll let it be her, you know, fine. But What's that no been like? Else. I know, uh, I mean, since I've known you, this is like a big relationship in your life. How? Yeah, how it, it is. It's tough to balance things sometimes, but I, I make it work, you know. I make it work. Yeah, for real. A relationship at the same time as starting law school. Yeah, it's difficult, man. It's difficult, but I, I make it work. It keeps me honest. You do it for love. Yeah. Um, another thing about the coronavirus, there's actually there was a case about uh, uh, a, a, there was a case at Dartmouth, a Dartmouth College. There was a student who was tested positive for coronavirus and the doctor uh, told him not to go to school, like said word for word, like, listen, don't go. Don't go to school. You're being foolish. Like, don't go. You're going to spread it. Um, you should stay in. And this guy goes and he, he's wearing, he, and, and basically the other students want to sue him for, for, for negligence, right. For ignoring the doctor's orders and stuff like that. So, so how a, do those trials usually work out with like negligent, negligence cases. I know that's the main reason why it's like, you know, these large corporations, yes, there's the health issue, but it's a huge liability. Yeah, liability-wise, negligence is uh, well. Obviously, these coronavirus cases are ongoing. It doesn't. The thing with court cases, Anthony, that people, most people, like that, it took a long time to get through my head. It was like, oh, these cases are probably done in like a month or two. That's just not true. Court cases are gonna go on for years, like two, three years sometimes. Like, look at Harvey Weinstein. Like, we were talking about him last year, and he just got sentenced now. Like, so. Right. That's a big 23 mistake. years, right? Yeah, 23 years, huge mm-hmm. huge sentence for him, but and probably deservedly so, but 
but like that's what i'm saying these court cases especially civil ones criminal ones are like probably quicker than civil cases civil ones because you can appeal them so these coronavirus cases are going to go on forever you know so there's a lot of different theories with that sometimes some activities are so abnormally dangerous they they have a form of strict liability so basically if you just do them you are liable like just doing them is liable enough so the difference between negligence and a strictly liable thing is negligence you can evade by being reasonable under the circumstances but strict liability if you just do it then you're guilty so like coronavirus is such an abnormally dangerous thing that a person could argue that just by going out with it you should be you should be guilty wow but, so that could someone could argue that but someone could also argue listen if you wear a mask you take the precautions you should be fine. I mean, who knows? It's a, it's interesting. It could go either way. Right. I, yeah. I think it's, I think it has to do with like, if you know you have the virus too, like if you yeah. don't know, you go out. It's oh like, yeah. Oh. There was an interesting case about that, about sexually transmitted diseases. Like, can you right. be held liable for transmitting those? If you don't know, you can transfer them. And, right. and courts have held in the past that no, you can't be liable for transmitting a STD. If you just didn't know that you had it. Yeah. Good to know. Um, That's I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well hopefully no one has an std that would be terrible but. yeah i mean i was thinking actually when you were saying all the stuff with libel you know back to the like the aids cases in the 90s and there was definitely sort of probably some legal issues there but i don't know is there do you see there being a, a an increase in need of i don't want to say coronavirus lawyers but coronavirus yeah. lawyers coronavirus say- lawyers it's not a coronavirus lawyer it would probably be just like a tort lawyer or something like that like a like a like a what what do they call a plaintiff's lawyer a plaintiff's attorney basically people who sue corporations and stuff like that and i guess the biggest well the way this all started is this coronavirus is from china with those animals and those those unregulated freaking like animal markets they have out there so not only is coronavirus like a bad virus but like it can be easily mitigated just from safe regulations in china like so many viruses come out of china dude because they just sell like so much wild and exotic meat and like i don't know they they they, they, that so many of the viruses start from there Mm -hmm. well i don't want this to turn into info info wars uh (laughs) conspiracy (laughs) stuff can a country sue another country? Like, can the USA sue China for not, like, no, track of its no, meats? No, 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 no. The U.S. can't sue. So- no. That's a thing that called war? sovereign immunity. It's called sovereign immunity. Also, you can't sue another state. You can't even sue California, bro. Dang. That's why you hear, like, all these people escaping trial by, by going to, you know. Oh, yeah. You know that freaking yogi dude? What's his name? There's this yogi who, this Indian yogi, I forgot his name. Oh, yeah, the Bikram the, yoga thing. Bikram yoga, bro. He he lost a fat lawsuit and he just dipped to Spain and he's still out there just living in Spain and they can't get any money from him. Dang. Uh, but, this question this question might be out of left field, but is there any uh, loopholes or any way uh, an average person like Caesar and I could benefit from the coronavirus? No, that that's uh, that's I don't legally. Know. I don't, that goes beyond my knowledge. Benefit from the coronavirus? I guess you can benefit less people around. I guess I don't know. That might be helpful. Just by staying inside and washing hands. Yeah, I don't know much about. I think coronavirus. It only really kills you if you have like an underlying condition like cancer or AIDS or something. If your immune system is a little weaker. Right. Yeah. Or you have older. Some, or you're a smoker. Isn't one of you guys a smoker though? Who's that smoker? No. No. Ramon doesn't Ramon smoke? We've all transitioned to uh to Bikram not... yoga. <laughs> <laughs> he gives us our high. Harmon, before we wrap up, this is involving you and me. Full disclosure, Harmon and I, good good buddies, went to college together, lived together for a period of time. I was on Snapchat today, and it said a year ago, we were in Las Vegas for spring break, and I oh. just remember everything uh, that just just cr- the crazy amount of uh, fun we had, and just seeing uh, you know how much a year passes by, and being like, 
wow, I, I, I don't know if we could still even do that because, you know, all the travel restrictions and everything. I know uh, there's been, you know, everything with coronavirus, everything with you moving. How do you think uh, one year later, what are your takeaways? From Vegas? And, and in, in life, what did you learn from Vegas that <laughs> <laughs> don't bet on red? Don't, Besides, don't, don't bet on red. Don't bet on black, bro. <laughs> don't bet on black. Uh, I guess I just learned that, man, it has been a year since that. Does it feel longer or shorter, or or does it feel like it a, a good year? Feels fast, shit. That feels like so. That feels like not too long ago. But damn, it has been a year, dude. Jesus. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I feel like I don't even really like. It's tough to balance. I guess what I've realized is sort of like life is sort of just a series of memories. I guess I don't know. Yeah. And then this coronavirus stuff is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I wonder in a year from now when the when the coronavirus is sort <laughs> of wiped us all out, <laughs> yeah. or just something that's funny in our memories. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Coronavirus is a. It's not. It's not like I would say. Uh, I would say the end of the world, but it, it does seem like it with the way the media portrays it and everything. You never. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think it's the end of the world, but it does seem like it is. <laughs> it seems like a, a very intimate view of of the world in in chaos, and it's and, not just America. It's it's the whole world. But yeah, the one thing I would take away from the Vegas trip is sort of, I think the real killer is mental health more than the coronavirus. I would still say mental health is still number one most important thing to take care of. If you can take care of your own mental health, your life will be much better. Because coronavirus is a terminal illness, you know, at the end of the day. It, it's going to kill you and you're going to die. Mental health, you have to live with every single fucking day. It doesn't kill you. You just have to deal with that every day until right. it eventually tears you down. You know, I would much rather just die than deal with a mental health issue for the rest of my fucking life. Like, I don't know. That's just what I view. I think mental health is still number one most important than Definitely. anything else. Because if you're not taking care of your mental what kind of life are you really living, you know? I don't know. That's just my opinion. Well, yeah, especially with the hysteria going on. It's like... Yeah, you can easily have, like, anxiety. Like, people with high anxiety right now are probably terrified. It's all anxiousness, and it's all in your own head. It's all what you make it. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, coronavirus is what you make it in your head. If you think it's the worst thing in the world, then it's going to be the worst thing in the world. If you think it's the nothing, then it's going to be nothing, and you're probably going to get it, and you're probably going to die. But you got to be somewhere in the middle. You got to, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably won't die. There's a, unless you're very old and sick already, there's a good chance you'll live, which is even the craziest part is that it's not that harmful if you're already healthy. Um, no, what, what's crazy is it's not that harmful if you're already healthy. What's crazy is meeting one of those people that had it and lived. I don't think it's a pleasurable experience, even if you live through it. Right. Yeah. You <laughs> be known as, as that person that has coronavirus. Because, like, you're going to get quarantined and you're not going to have any social interaction. You're just, like, it's not going to be good for you, you know? It's like, you know what I'm trying to say? But coronavirus, the estimates, I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast and he was with, like, a disease specialist and talking about the coronavirus. And they estimate that it should spread to 6 million people worldwide. Yeah, that's what the disease, and it will kill four hundred and eighty thousand people worldwide. Mm -hmm. That's but when you think about that, dude, there's seven billion people, so that's just a fraction. I it's a drop many, in an ocean. Yeah, it's a, that many people die anyway. So like the media is just overblowing the whole thing, and and even that, even then, I think it's seasonal. It could be seasonal, you know. Right, and you know we, we could see next year. You know, it's just. It's just like flu season, it's coronavirus season, so. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. I think it's just, I think April, May, it'll blow over. Yeah, big time. Well, wrapping up here, as a 1L student, 
wrapping up your your first almost year of of law school would would you say uh you know is there is there a light at the end of the tunnel is it worth it uh oh one l if anyone's thinking about law school they better want to do it man it's a hard it's a miserable experience but i would say it's worth it if you really want to be a lawyer and you're in it for and and you and you can do it well and that, those are the two things. If you really want to be a lawyer and you can do it well, then I would definitely say it's worth it because you can make a big impact on a lot of people's lives. Because when people deal with the law, it's a lot of it's high stakes, you know. And so you have you can make a big impact for people. Big time, as one Brooklynite would say, you gotta wanna. Yeah, you gotta wanna. All right yeah. then, man. Is that is that that then? <laughs> Yes, Harman, thank you so much for, for <laughs> taking the time to uh, to call in today. Uh, we really appreciate it. And, uh, again, thank you for uh, being just our legal analyst yeah, advisor. We can't yeah, travel yeah. to Europe also, anymore. Maybe we'll drop by fine. Davis and go visit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come up and never come up and visit. Yeah, don't don't hesitate. There's come up and see lot. us sometime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to come down <laughs> south eventually. Great. Yeah. When this all blows over, if we can, uh, you know, yeah. go yeah. to the Davis pub and, and, and have a cold one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like we're coming exactly. home from war or something. Exactly. All right. All right. Uh, Thanks, Armin. Peace. Yep. Peace. See ya. Without further ado, let's get into One Sip Worms, huh? Oh, yeah. One Sip Worms. So I was in Sawtelle today with my girlfriend, and, and, you know, it just hit me. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's any you know, like rare Asian beers here. Mm-hmm. And there were a bunch, um, many of which I wanted to try, some with like awesome, you know, artwork, just, just crazy beers that I'd never seen before. Um, but the place we went to first, it had a huge line, so we ended up going to this little uh, janky liquor store. Nice. And it still had some, I guess, not um, American beers. And so what we have today is Kawaba Pearl Pilsner. Hmm. Okay. It's a rice-based pilsner, soft and smooth with a hint of rice. All right, let's try it. Product of Japan. Too bad couldn't Ramon couldn't be here today with us. Uh, he's social he distancing. Has the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. Here. Well, um. key work. This one will break it too. Well, all my all my bottle open here. There's that right there. Why? Why we have it? Watch it be twist off. It's a little, so it's a 12 ounce, you know, it's not a, we sometimes get a big, but it is one sip, so we were. Yeah, I was, I was we were at a. So did you, did you, uh, how was your day like with coronavirus? Or not, you don't have coronavirus, but you know what I mean. Uh-oh, 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 that's going. Oh my God, Caesar, That was a freshman pour right there. That okay, hold on. Not on the gear. Not on the gear. Alright. I like the it's not a it's I, yeah, I like the the coloring is nice. I can see like through the coloring you expect like a, a, a Pilsner to be more clear, but it has a nice coloring to it. It's not like totally see through like a, a it's actually totally opaque, which I like. It's like you can't really see through it like smell mm, smell is sort of a crisp it smells like a it's very crisp yeah smells all right let's try the the one sip worm luckily that napkin was here <laughs> it yeah just soaked it all up. yeah all right 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I uh have you try to sip? Uh, yeah, try to sip. Yeah. Let's hear the thoughts. I like it. It's a crisp beer. It's a pilsner. It's pretty light, pretty crisp. I'm gonna have to say uh that tastes expensive. It it does I I don't it's know much the rest. Smooth. Yeah, it's super smooth. I but they it's also at the same time smooth. at the same time it's like I feel like you could have it's like almost like one of those Asian beer like a height beer or it's yeah. pretty light. It's you know one of those like it's good, not it's good, not too different from any of those actually. Yeah, you could have it with like a uh, food. You know, it's a good light beer to to pair with. See what we're working with. Hey, spicy food or seafood or or some meat or or or. Uh, veggies oh i guess the alcohol percentage is just based off of flavor uh i'm gonna go it is very smooth i'm gonna go high fours 5.2 five two okay that's good that's there pretty go. high yeah yeah actually yeah well it is pretty thick i was gonna say maybe it is a little like yeah, fl- that's true yeah but it, yeah i like it um i know one of my coworkers. he's korean and he, he's always talking about how korean beer sucks because it's so weak and right. Like, that's why we make somek when we combine it with soju, because uh-huh. otherwise it wouldn't do anything. Really okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I like this beer a lot. Ideal situation to drink this beer. Dinner. Yeah. You're eating something dinner. like a meal, like you cook the steak for your wife. Yeah. You bust out <laughs> the coava. That's a good beer. Yeah. With a uh, a nice uh, ribeye or a good uh good sirloin. Definitely sirloin. not a blackout beer. Ah, uh, you know what? We, we practice. <laughs> we practice responsible drinking here, and uh, I don't know. You, you, you wouldn't black out on this. This is a good chill beer, you know. Yeah, you you have it with a meal. Have it with a steak. Make some. Uh, I don't know. Some kimchi. Uh, this is Korean or ja- Japanese. This is Japanese. Okay, so have it with some Japanese. Food. What do you think about the artwork? I do like the gold. It's, it's very pretty. Fancy. It's it's uh, elegant and kind of simple. I like the lettering too. Kawaba, not to be confused with our the homies Kawada. Um, hopefully they, they might be listening. We'll see. <laughs> um, so scores, I'm gonna go. You go ahead first. I'm, I'm gonna. Let's hit smell, flavor, vibe. Yeah, having all those combined, I'd say. Mm. I like the smell. Yeah, I'm gonna. I like this one a lot for Pilsner. I'm gonna go uh, seven point nine. I like it. <laughs> what do you got, Caesar? I I am. I think my favorite type of beer is the Pilsner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm very very biased towards this one, but um, I'm gonna give it an, an eight nine. Eight point nine. Wow. Is and and. That's a that's a pretty high score f- coming from from Mr. Caesar. Oh, guess the price. Oh, uh, the price. Oh, what for a, a twelve ouncer? Three bucks. Six dollars. Oh, that 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 also okay. Six. You could get that. You could get that for at like a brewery and and drink drink it at a bar for that price. Like you got it at a liquor store. A single single bottle. Yeah, but when I went to the first location, it was already pretty expensive. Um, so I went to two different locations and found this beer, and in both locations, it was pretty expensive, six dollars. Huh. Well, it's probably because it's the rice. It's usually wheat or, or stuff like that. So it's the rice. So. And it maybe just it's not you don't see it around it's as imported, much. It's so imported. Yeah. yeah. Well, it I do. Li- I definitely like it. It's, but it's like that whole thing. Uh, like why is why is beef in Japan so expensive? It's because you know there's just not a lot of cows. It's not because, really, because there's a lot of like demand for cow or in demand or just like it's not much different from a cow. Like mm. Kobe beef, the reason why it's so expensive is just there's so few cows, and I'm sure there might be a little bit of a different thing. But to have it like imported from Japan and all that, that's the that's where the six dollars comes in. And it's I guess rice based, but you know, pretty good. I, I that changes things though. Yeah. How do you yeah. think that affects your score? Uh, I mean, I still gave it a what an eight nine an eight no. You gave it an eight nine. I gave it a seven eight or seven nine yeah. something like that. 
Um, I will say now that changes it from a dinner beer to like, oh man, I, I gotta like savor this, you know, savor the flavor. Um, I'm basing my review right now based off of uh, those Barstool Pizza reviews. Oh yeah, I've been binge watching them, <laughs> dude. That <laughs> was that may or may have not been the uh, inspiration for this, but <laughs> like yeah. he he basically anything that's like your local mom and pop, and it's not that good, he'll give it like a six. Yeah, anything that's actually a, a tiny bit of a step above that, he'll give it like a seven. Anything that's really good, you know, he goes between eight to nine. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen anything go at a nine. Yeah, that's probably like he's saving that for like one where he's like, damn. Yeah, I. He 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 definitely likes the uh, the thin crust. Like yeah, he likes the crunch. crunchy. Yeah, me too though. I like that. I'm a I'm a fan. And um, when it comes here, I'd I'd say like I like the the ones that are just like out of the ordinary. You know, like the ones like yeah. oh wow, like you could do that with beer. You can you can infuse these flavors in there. I mean, it's like the banana one. That one. The banana good. one was super good. I forgot what I score I gave. We both uh, really liked that one, um, but yeah. Well, I good beer. Try it with uh, any any uh, food or savor the flavor though, because it might not. Uh, two might be the cost of a whole dinner. <laughs> Six dollars. Yeah. All right, that was Kawaba. Let's go on to our Kawaba next segment. Pearl Pilsner Rice Pilsner. Yeah. I know it's uh it's uh flights right now to like San Jose, like the Bay Area, like twenty dollars one way, insane. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know if I'd want to go on a plane. Apparently, I'm still going to Australia in a couple of weeks. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows? They're just planning on it getting like. I mean, yeah, it's we're still planning it. Uh, our visas got accepted. My visa got accepted. Still planning to go to Australia. We'll see though. You never know. Um, you know, anyway, <sighs> let's, uh, that was a good, good little episode, huh? I, I, I kind of want to keep doing more episodes. I like doing two a week. We'll, we'll test it out. Keep going this Saturday, yeah. but maybe we'll do more. Keep it, keep it flying. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're going to fogo the chow tomorrow, so. Oh, that's fun. TFTI, I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Well, here's a little song to uh, cap it up here. It's Abrams Podcast.
Okay, well, stay safe, everyone. And thank you for listening to the Tape Rooms Podcast. Remember, keep, keep it, it warm.